This podcast contains discussion of mental health and may mention alcohol and drug use as well as suicide. Check the show notes for more information and links to relevant support services. Let's have a chat, an open, honest chat. Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything, literally and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. They might not solve all the world's problems from this hot tub, but a good chat with a good mate is not a bad place to start. Welcome to another episode of No Pants, No Problems. Welcome to another episode of No Pants, No Problems, uh, two mates having stripped back conversations for men's mental health. Alex is back this week for another fill-in. How are you, Alex? Very good. Very good. 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 Jeff will be back on board shortly uh, for those that miss, miss his low resonance. Sweet, subtle tones. Yeah, it'll give the bass half of the of your car speakers a little bit of a break uh, with Alex and I. Um I thought of something to talk about this week. Uh, well, we kind of had a talk before um, about ways of talking with your mates uh, about stuff, either reaching out to them or, uh, yeah, just being able to have open and honest conversations with your mates, which, as we've talked about a lot on the podcast, is not something that men generally find easy. Uh, and it reminded me, and I thought about it the other day, randomly as well, um, about, I have a mate, he's a really good mate now, um, at the time he was like just a co-worker, um, and he, in the last three years, has gotten married, settled down, and has just had his first of I reckon is going to be a few, kid. Um, and it made that made me kind of think back on when I met him. And when I met him, he was 22, had just moved to Melbourne from interstate and was, he won't like me saying this, but he was single, 22, and had just moved states, he was just being a fuckboy. Yeah. Right? It, and he, <laughs> and he, if he is listening, he will absolutely hate that I said that. And I, I'll know if he listens because I'll get a text at probably like 10 o'clock the Thursday morning that this is released going, don't fucking call me that anymore. <laughs> but he's totally not. But at some point, as him and I became better friends... I realized that that really wasn't him. Nah. And and I don't know I don't know how it really happened that we had gotten our friendship to a point where I could kind of say to him I'm like mate is this really like why you moved to Melbourne? Cuz shit had happened at home um that he was not running away from, but he needed a change. Mm. 
Uh, and so one of his best friends was living in Melbourne. So he moved to Melbourne, lied his way into a job um, that now he actually does really well. Uh, and so at one point I kind of just pulled him aside and was like, is this like what you want to be? Um, he's like, what do you mean? And it it basically, in the course of that conversation, I kind of was like, I think you're better than this. Because the place we were working was full of fuckboys. And he had just kind of gone along with that. And then I was like, I think you're better than these guys. And luckily he was open to that because I guess that's a tough thing to do. Yeah, you lean into your environment. Yeah, but it's a tough thing to sit a mate down and go, I don't think this is what you want to be doing. Hmm. I don't think this is the best version of you. Um, And so I think I was lucky that he took it on and wasn't like, oh, you're a fucking idiot. Um, But I think also he did realise from that conversation, he was just like, actually, no, this is not what I want to do. Um, And I guess I'm not quite sure where I was going with that because I don't really have the advice of this is how we got our friendship to that point. Mm. But I just think I just think we need to be open to those conversations. Mm. And if you're friends with someone and they come to you with a mate, you're better than this, we have to acknowledge that that's coming from a place of love mm. and not get defensive about it. Well, how would how would you how would you initiate that conversation? So, say for example that I was, uh, let's say you'd notice that I'd been you know being a little bit shut off, a little bit non-responsive, um, you know maybe you notice I'd been drinking a little bit more. How would you how would you engage that with me? Um, with you, you and I are at the point where you can be a guest on my mental health podcast. Well, <laughs> so you and I, I'd just be like... Get your shit I, together. I think, <laughs> I think, are you okay? Like, no, and are you okay is the basic start of it. And, but I still think that's a good basic start because mm. that allows the other person, I think, if they're ready to be like, no, I'm not. Mm. But I think I think if you're really actually concerned about someone, I, I think, I don't know, and I think maybe I'm a little bit too bold in doing it this way, but I'd word it in a way that they can't get out of it. Mm. I, I like, in a lot of cases, I'd probably just be like, hey, what's wrong what do you need to talk about? Yeah. And I think with men a lot, I think that a little bit blunter approach 
can work well. Yeah. Well, from that too, you can also gauge how they're going to respond to it. You know, are you okay? Do you need to talk to something? If they go straight away, everything's fine. Even though you're probably, probably they're probably not. You can probably get a good gauge on where they're at in how open they're going to be about that. Yeah. So you can you can start off with the are you okay? Do you need to talk? Because I think you know I've seen a few things that might be warning signs. You know, and that can give you a gauge on where they are. Yeah, certainly. And I think I think even if that conversation doesn't lead to the opening up and the open discussion it does plant the seed of oh alex actually cares yeah or alex has noticed that i'm not myself yes because there are i reckon there are cases where a lot of blokes are like oh yeah i am actually carrying some heavy shit and they didn't fully realize um and that was the case with my mate he was like Actually, no, that's not what I'm here for, and that's not what I'm. I want to be doing the fuck boy life. Yeah, for me. Um, and so then after that first conversation, because that didn't go very far, I was like, I think you're better than this, mate. And we were probably at the pub after work Friday drinks. Um, and then you know the conversation went off on in another direction. But then probably three or four days later, maybe a week later, he came to me and he was like, thanks for chatting to me the other night. I've just spoken to one of our other team members. Um, and he's like, I just spoke to her and she's going to take me to church on Sunday. Yeah. I was like, good, good. And he was like, yeah, yeah, thanks. And, you know, church isn't for everyone. But for him, that was a big part of his life growing up that he'd gone away from. And so he acknowledged that the path that he was on wasn't for him. Um, and he saw the church as a way of correcting that. So he saw that, yeah, he saw that path to correct it. And I don't think like, even though the three of us were working together every day and like every day he was doing his thing, I was doing my thing and she was talking about church and this and, he hadn't realized until I'd said, Oi, are you sure this is what you want to be doing? He didn't see that church opportunity as like, oh, this is actually what I'm going to do now. Mm. And yeah, just having even a small conversation plants a seed, I guess. Yeah. Well, I had, um, well, actually, I've got a fairly good, fairly relevant story that um, the church sort of reminded me that. Um, when I was in a, in America, I, I had a relationship that wasn't going well, and I had a one of my mates' dads of all people, and um, he just said to me, he "Goes, you know, he was sort of an older American guy. He goes, son, you know, if you ever want to go to church with me, let me know." And I sort of, you know, okay, you yeah, know, thanks, thanks, Dennis. You know, well, I'll let you know, sort of, no intention. And then a few months down the track, my relationship sort of fell apart, and. I went through a bit of a bit of a rough patch, and it just it always stuck with me that he'd said, "Hey, if you ever need me, I'm there." And I actually I reached out to him. I said, "You know what? Let's can I go to church with you?" And I mean, setting aside all the religious part of things, it yeah. was a. I think I went 
for probably six or seven weeks. And it wasn't so much the religion side of things. Every Sunday, I saw people that cared about me and that were there for me. And it was, you know, he he didn't say it as a, are you okay? You know, this is, it was, we're there, we're there if you need it. Yeah. And I think maybe that's how people need to reach out. It's not a, hey, I need you to sit down and have this long conversation with me. It's, hey, I'm worried about you. I'm there, you know. Yeah, and I think that that's another seed that's planted. And I certainly have tried with all of my friends of planting the seed of I'm the guy that you can come and chat to if you need mm-hmm. to. And we've talked about it on the podcast before. I think we even talked about it in your episode um, about someone who came to me that I hadn't really chatted to that much and was like, hey, what do you think about this? And I was like, oh, okay, this is like a mental health conversation Mm. from a guy that I'd just kind of spoken to a little bit at training each week. But because I do the podcast and he listened to the podcast, I'd kind of had those conversations with him without actually having the conversations with him. And so, you know, by me being open about my mental health things and by me planting those little seeds and having those little conversations here and there, it's built up to a point where I think people know that they can come and chat to me. And then by extension, I think it's grown to the point where I can go up to someone, even if it's not someone that I necessarily chat to a lot and just be like, mate, I don't think you're a hundred percent do you need to chat about something? And even if it's not a person I've chatted to a lot, that person will be like, oh, Lee's gone through shit. Lee is good at talking about shit and good at listening to shit. So I'm going to talk to him. And it might not be that day or it might not be an actual conversation. It might be a text later because, you know, we feel safer on text. But I think... You know, like your question of how would you initiate it and how would you approach it? I think the groundwork is as important as that question. Yeah. Um, and that's something I certainly have been working on. It's in a big part of what Jeff and I both do and both have had been doing um, before we started the podcast. So... Yeah, I think if anyone out there listening is a bit like, oh, well, you know, how do I chat to my mates about stuff? It doesn't always need to be serious Mm. and deep. But the more that it's there in any capacity, the safer it is there to be in the serious capacity. Yeah. 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 Do you have any other ideas or any other ways that you've approached it? Um, I I just always like to do a bit of a check-in with friends, that especially people that I know are going through maybe a rough patch or sort of a, yeah, you know, that if you have the conversation with them, follow up, that these things, it's not just one conversation and gone. Sometimes an ongoing, um, an ongoing sort of rapport with somebody it gives them like a constant sort of 
you know, yeah. some, somebody actually cares about this. Somebody cares about me. Um, and it's, I think it's as important to keep talking to somebody, you know, keep touching base with them and asking how they are regularly sort of brings them to, and it's really nice to get that closure that, you know, Hey mate, how are you? You know what? I've, I'm good. I've, I've, yeah. I've really got on it. And I mean, without being selfish about it, it makes you feel good that you've, you've, re- you've reached out, you've, yeah. and you feel like you've helped them. You're part of it. And it's, yeah, I think, I think it's really important to keep touching base and building that friendship that you can then help them in the future. You've got that, you've got that base with them. You can keep coming back. Yeah. And it's, and it builds on itself and you know, then it can come both ways. Mm. And like my mate I was talking about earlier, um, he has recently gone through a bit of a rough patch while his wife was pregnant. His work work stuff wasn't working particularly well. Um, and so he went into, he goes into his like little hermit state mm. um, when shit's going bad. But then when we eventually did chat, the are you okay are you still there? Yep. Just checking in text that I had texted over the space of a few weeks that he didn't feel up to replying to at the time. He thanked me for each of those texts once we did chat mm. because he was like, that just confirmed to me that you were there and then when I was ready to chat that you would be there to chat. And yeah, I think that ongoing checking in and once you have had that, deep conversation once or twice, the are you okay has more weight Mm. because like after a lot of the chats that you and I have had, and it's the same with Jeff, are you okay actually has the meaning of what's your mental health state like at the moment? Yeah. Not just, yeah, good, thanks. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think it sounds big when we're saying like do it constantly. Yeah. But I think if you do it bit by bit, it develops and it deepens and it's stronger. Yeah. And that's that's part of this podcast is changing that culture that it's not just, uh, you know, especially for men, it's not just that girly sort of, you know, hey girl, what's going on? Yeah. How, you know, how yeah. are you and so-and-so? It's that, it's not just a girly thing. It's it's something that men need to, to do and... um actually shout out to one of our listeners who uh, recently got in touch with me and said, you know, you know, glad you got on the podcast and this and that. And then he said to me, well, I'm there for you too. You know, it's, yeah, yeah. And we, you know, it started this little network, you know, we swapped numbers and, you know, I haven't, haven't had a message to him yet, which I probably should, you know, (laughs) but, um, you know, we, we create that network amongst us men and it's, it's really important and it makes you feel good. It makes me feel that, you know, that we spoke last week about me starting a new job that yeah, I, if I had that, that point where I was just really sort of having that meltdown, I would have had no problems, you know, texting this guy and being on, Hey mate, starting a new job. I'm, you know, I'm freaking out. Yeah. You know, what do you got for me? You know, that's creating that network. Yeah. And I, I think... I've been a little bit surprised by 
some of the people that have listened. Um, and so, not necessarily some of the people that have listened, but some of the people that have engaged a little bit more than I expected. Yeah. Uh, and I think that shows how much the conversations need to be had uh, and how much people need that someone to talk to. And yeah, Jeff and I have both, like you have, gotten messages from people saying, hey, I heard you chat on this. Um, thanks for chatting about it. And it's not even necessarily them then going on and talking about their problems. It's a lot of like, oh, it was good to just hear someone talk about it. Yeah. So I just think, yeah, the broadening of the conversation and the little check-ins are the way to go. One more, you mentioned like the way girls generally have their conversations and I was thinking about blokes when they get together. There's always something else. Like girls, if we're going to do generalizing, which I don't like to, they'll go and sit at a cafe and just talk. Yeah. Nothing's happening at a cafe. They're there to talk. Yeah. Whereas blokes will go, let's go to the pub and watch the footy. Yeah. And so they don't need or there's not necessarily just the space to fill that is filled with a serious conversation mm. because there's the footy to talk about yep. or there's another beer to get yep. or once a few beers are had, it's bullshit conversation. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really mean anything anyway. So I think setting up that network, like you said, of people that are good to talk to and have actual conversations with. And that's why Jeff and I started from the hot tub is mm. because when you're in the hot tub, there is nothing else going on. Yeah. And it's just you and the other person or people in the tub. And the only thing to do is talk. Yeah. And that's where some really valuable conversations with a whole lot of people have come up. And that's laid... Well, it laid the groundwork for the podcast mm. um, and then it laid the groundwork for our friendship, yeah, basically. absolutely. Um, and our ability to have the conversations that we need to have. So I'm not saying to everyone go and buy a hot tub. Well, no, but I think one of the things that, I mean, you probably, uh, I mean, especially a lot of our uh a lot of the listeners would know that obviously we're from the baseball club. That's yeah. that, that's that's a good network. And if you don't have a network, I'd, I'd highly recommend finding a local sport. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, not necessarily, you know, a pub or something, but somewhere where you can go and actually interact with people as another activity. And then that's how you make your friendships. That's how you create your networks. I mean, nearly every person that I would turn to is from my baseball. Yeah, I mean, yes, I've been in it a long time, and then that's where a lot of my life has been spent. But you know, that's you know, and now it's even my golf. You know, playing golf. Yeah, you know? some of the closest people that I talk to now, I play golf with. And I think that is separate to work. And we talked last week mm -hmm. about how much time you spend with work people. I think you, I don't think it's as full the time you spend at a sports club. Yes, there's training and games, mm. but when you're at work, there's not often time to just stand around and have a chat. Yeah, you know, you, you half hour lunch break or you have ten minutes smoker or whatever. Mm. But 
there's not often just hanging around waiting for something to happen or when the workday finishes, you generally just go home. Yeah. Whereas when training finishes, you hang around for a bit, um, whether even that's just, you know, 10, 15 minutes in the change rooms getting changed after. Yeah. There's a bit of downtime that encourages more conversation. Uh, and even though when the games and training is on, there's generally the distraction yeah. uh, that stops the conversation. There are the downtimes that can be filled with the chat and that's even just the base so that then when you do end up in a hot tub together, there is the base of something uh, and then you can grow conversation from there. Mm. And, and conversation always goes better with no pants too, as we found out that this week's probably flowed a bit better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for those... For, uh... <laughs> we were sitting around before I hit record and we're like, what are we going to talk about? And I was like, oh no, I'll take my pants off and then that I'll come up with an idea. Yep. And we did. <laughs> so no pants, no problems, uh, and we've had a very good chat Thank you again, Alex. No, thank you, Luke. Uh, for coming on board. Jeff will be back next week. I'm going to say that now um, because as of now, he's at 85% healthy. So once he gets to 95, I'll let him back on the microphone. So thanks, Alex, uh, for another week of filling in. Thank you to everyone for listening. Uh, make sure you spread the word, have a chat with someone, tell them about the podcast, uh, and start some conversations. Thanks for listening to another episode of No Pants, No Problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favourite platform so you don't miss an episode. Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at No Pants Pod. If you or someone you know needs support around their mental health, there are many support services available. Check the show notes for links. This episode is produced by Odd Socks Entertainment, music composed by Shane Cole Hayhow and introduced by Matt Pankhurst. Bye for now. Cheers. Two Drink Cinema, an Odd Socks Entertainment podcast. I'm Lee. And I'm Brett. We are two brothers reviewing movies. Two drinks at a time. The old. The new. The classic. And the cult. We tick all the boxes. We bring you the news on the latest movie releases. And drunkenly review some of the best films of yesteryear. Find us on your favourite podcast platform. And follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Two Drink Cinema. Cheers.